It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Joining us now is former U.N. Ambassador John Bolton, uh, also the author of The Room Where It Happened, a White House memoir in paperback. Um, Ambassador Bolton, uh, first off, uh, I know this isn't your bailiwick, but but I got to get your reaction because everybody's talking about President Biden and his misspeaking about world leaders left and right. There was just another one last night where he confused Helmut Kohl and said he had a conversation with him, uh, you know, about January 6th. He wasn't even alive during January 6th. And then, of course, the Mitterrand Macron stuff. Uh, what is the world thinking? Well, I think uh, they, they see the same thing on their television screens as Americans do uh, on our screens. And, and I think they're very worried. It's uh, you know, they, they expect leadership from the United States and they expect, uh, maybe unfair, but they expect the president who's on duty 24-7. And uh, that's that's not what we have now. And I must say this report by the special counsel on, on investigating the classified documents issue with Biden, I, I think that report and what, what it says about uh, the president's memory could be enough to drive him out of this election. I mean, I, I think uh, every, everybody in Washington talks about this. They, they don't talk about it in public, especially Democrat members of Congress. But but this this just summarizes the fears a lot of Democrats have that that uh, Biden is simply too vulnerable on this issue to be able to win. And, and this just makes it even worse. It, it fits into Trump's argument that, about a double standard on treatment of documents, although Biden cooperated with his special counsel and Trump didn't. But it also uh, uh, fits right in on the question of, of Biden's competence. I, I, I don't I don't see realistically how Democrats can just sit back now and not get a committee together to go in and see the president and say, Mr. President, you should exit now while you can with your head held high and uh, don't embarrass yourself. Yeah, and I'm thinking also, Ambassador Bolton, what the world is thinking, these world leaders listening, uh, when you see the, the quote from special counsel Robert Hur who was investigating Biden, he says, you know, he was a elderly man with a poor memory when they were speaking with him and, and a jury would visibly see that. I mean, boy, if you're a world leader right now and you think of all the complexities, which you understand all too well with Iran and everything that's happening with Russia, they're going, uh, this guy's a pushover. Even in this jury, he couldn't remember in this discussion with Robert Hur, he couldn't remember the year he was vice president, the year he left, the year his son died. I mean, it, it was it was really stunning. And, and this this is now in black and white by, by somebody who was appointed by the attorney general of the United States, who obviously was appointed by Joe Biden. So uh, I, I just think that the that uh, th- this may bring to a head what everybody has been talking about privately and behind closed doors. I, I don't see how you can avoid this anymore. Um, I also want to ask you about the latest with Israel, too, uh, Ambassador John Bolton, because they are now pushing the State Department. There's all these reports that the Biden State Department is pushing for recognition of a Palestinian state and giving it uh, before Israel finishes its job eradicating Hamas. Your thoughts about what's going on behind the scenes? Well, I think the Biden administration and the, the foreign secretary of Great Britain said essentially the same thing a few days ago is putting a knife in Israel's back at a time, as you say, exactly. They're they're in a in a mortal struggle with Hamas and they're still increasingly threatened by Iran's quest for nuclear weapons. This is not the time to, to unilaterally concede what, what could well be the central point of, of any negotiations. And I just think it's 
uh, reflective of the administration's inability to get its act together uh, on the Middle East more broadly. The, the threat here is Iran. The threat to peace in the Middle East is not Israel. And, 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 and saying you're going to recognize a Palestinian state when one doesn't exist uh, doesn't add, add the stability. You know, your foreign policy has to be based on reality, and there is no Palestinian state, period. Mr. Ambassador, it's, uh, it's Judge Richard Weinberg. Good to talk to you again. Let me ask you this question. So they announced that there's going to be a Palestinian state. They push it through the United Nations, which you know well is, uh, is governed by forces hostile to Israel and to America. What happens then? Who's going to govern this, uh, this entity? Well, they, you know, they can try it. I, I go back to 1989 in the George H.W. Bush administration when the Palestine Liberation Organization was trying to become a member of the U.N. system, joining the World Health Organization, because uh, U.N. charters require membership only for states. So the PLO thought, well, if we can get admitted to the World Health Organization, it'll be the world declaring us a state. And that, that, was, that was putting facts on the ground in the halls of the United Nations, not not in uh, uh, in the region. It was a fantasy then, and it's a fantasy now. And I don't think Israel should uh, should be hesitant to, to say how unacceptable this is. I mean, I think Netanyahu uh, has said, uh, reaffirmed that Israel wants total victory against Hamas. I would not back away from that. And I would say in private to the U.S. and the U.K., uh, you know, you're barking up the wrong tree here. This isn't going anywhere, and it's not making life any easier for us out here or for you. John, your thoughts about this, too, because this is stunning. I mean, and it's clearly that they are taking, uh, you know, the Palestinian side. And in fact, the other day when they talked about funds, there was very little reference to Israel. Remember on the bill that just came out the other day? I was really shocked. Here's the President Biden. He went on and on about Ukraine. And then he said about five seconds on Israel, spent all this time about funds for the Palestinians. I mean, he's sending such uh, such a divisive message and, and or weak very message. Limited, very limited allocation for Israel yes. in the bill itself. It is. It was shocking. Well, we got a mess in our hands, and uh, we just have to take it one day at a time. Is uh, I don't think uh, President Biden is supporting Israel. Your thoughts, well, Ambassador? He's not. No, he's not. I mean, it's it's it was one thing to go there a couple of days after the. Uh, Hamas's barbaric attack and put his arms around Bibi. That's great. That was the right thing to do. But they've been backing away from it ever since. And, and the whole region can see that. This idea that somehow in the Gulf Arab states, key, key friends of ours, producers of oil that the uh, world's economy runs on, that, that they wake up every morning and say, what are we going to do about the Palestinians, is a world that doesn't exist. I, I don't think it existed 50 years ago, but I guarantee it doesn't exist now. Uh, and yet we're caught in this time machine that, uh, that that really plays right into Iran's overall plans. And, uh, you know, this is this is not just a question of a threat to Israel. What the Houthis are doing, closing the Red Sea to commercial traffic is a threat to us in Europe, too. The, obviously, the attacks of the militias in Iraq and Syria have killed Americans and they're doing it at Iran's behest. And John, Ed Cox here, uh, Iran is on the verge of having a nuclear weapon. Netanyahu said he will take that out. How does all this impact his ability to do that? Well, I think they're trying to put pressure on Israel to cave in, to agree to a ceasefire and a hostage exchange. Hamas has just one or two conditions they want. They want the complete end of the war. They want all the prisoners Israel holds for acts of terrorism. They want all of them released. This is Iran's strategy here, this ring of fire strategy, as Iran itself calls it, is to weaken Israel 
and and by the Biden administration putting all this pressure on Israel to make these concessions, they're doing Iran's work for them. Yeah, they are. And uh, boy, if I'm Israel, you heard Netanyahu in the last 24 hours said, we are going for absolute and victory. The one no thing deal. that has to be taken care of, they got to get rid of all those uh, uh, hoodies that are, that, that are interrupting commerce. It's unacceptable to have commerce interrupted the way it is. And that's the causing the price of oil to go up. And it's, um, it's causing, uh, uh, you know, our supply chain economics uh, to, to have a problem. Yeah, and Iran's emboldened through all of this, John, too, which is really scary. Ambassador Bolton, thank you for joining us. Glad to be with that, you. Thank you. Ambassador.